Welcome Walnut. I'm Lara, but you can call me Laz, your host for Walnut Wednesday. This is your reminder to be brave, be yourself, and know that you can make the world a better place just by what you decide today. Here, I'm going to share my weekly walnutings with you on a Wednesday. Walnut, it is me, Laz, again for another episode of Walnut Wednesday. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited because this week I have my beautiful friend Samantha with us. Hi, Samantha. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Yay, we're so happy to have you. So, my friend Samantha is a fitness coach encouraging and empowering attractive female leaders around the globe to bring health to the forefront of their routine. How delicious, sexy, and beautiful. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your business and your brand and how you got to where you are now? Absolutely. So, um, I'm so happy to be here and I'm really excited to share what it is that I do because I feel like if anybody listening to the, this podcast is an entrepreneur or considers themselves to be a leader, it, that is a very, very beautiful thing. And it's, it's one of those skills, one of those dreams that I, I have found as a fitness coach that no matter what we want to do, how hard we want to go and how fast we want to chase our dreams. It is the most neglected piece of, piece of the equation is self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, when I, before I started my own business and really became my own entrepreneur, I was coaching at a, an amazing gym. It was a gym that is, would be considered high-end luxury. So it, it has a lot of people who know how to make money. They know how to go after their dreams. They are ambitious. They have desires. And um, these same people that were walking in the doors of this gym and sat down in a chair across from me were the same people saying, I don't like the way that I look. I don't know me all the way. I would really like to get in shape. And it was kind of this weird like disjunction of, okay, you're ambitious over here in your business, but you're not ambitious in the gym. Like where, where is that disconnect? So as I trained these individuals, um, I had to connect a lot to them that you are ambitious. You do know how to, you know, do work. You do know how to, you know, be healthy. It's just that the relationship you've built with health is different than the relationship you've built with your businesses and leading people. And as they worked out and as we did exercise and as they tackled their nutrition goals and as they really went after what they want, they were being active. And although they came to me to become more physically attractive, what happened was they evolved into being more energetically attractive. Mm -hmm. They left feeling more confident in their bodies. They left feeling more like who they really know that they are. And it's just been a fantastic transformation to witness with every single person because when we are active in our lives and we're active in our bodies, we really learn the depths of who we are. And that relationship with who we are is what we get to carry more out into the world. Mm -hmm. And that strength and that endurance and that light that we develop in the gym gets to go with us everywhere. And we end up becoming more energetically attractive for our dreams. And that's where active and attractive came from. I want women in leadership to understand that if they're feeling kind of (laughs) dull and they're feeling like they're doing all of this extra work, 
a lot of times it's because we're not turning around and looking at, am I taking care of myself? Mm. Am I actively doing work on me? And when we answer that question and we respond with what our body needs and we respond with healthier decisions in the, in the gym and in the kitchen, um, the, the transformation is massive. And that's where I really got started. Oh, I love this story. And I love the name of your brand and everything like that. And it's, it's so beautiful how it like came about. And one thing that um, you talk about a lot, which I just, I so appreciate so much. And you mentioned it earlier is when we put ourselves, um, when it's going like, when things are going a little bit tough, we always put ourselves at physically on the back end. Like when we're stressed, mm. we try and get the to-do list done. We sort out work, we sort out our family, we sort out our friends and our physical, um, let alone mental health does go on the back end and it comes last, which is really interesting that um, as humans, we have conditioned ourselves to be so giving for everyone else, but ourselves a lot of the times or for most people anyway. So. Um, what I, what I love is how you talk about, it's more like a, the inner work, the mindset stuff, rather than um, like the numbers on a scale in terms of actually fitness and losing weight. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of, I mean, you did a little bit already, but can we go a little bit more <laughs> into that? Absolutely. So what I have learned for myself is that what I have in my life is a representation of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it took me forever. I was like, if I push harder, I try to use my willpower. If I push harder, I'll get through it. Yeah. And that was my approach at taking care of my health, even as a fitness coach. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Even as a fitness coach, it was like, when you know, step one, step two, step three is what I need to do. If I push through those steps, I'll get what I want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if we don't just completely fall on our face and only land on step two and wonder why we're failing once again, sometimes we will actually reach step three and we'll get to the end and we might even have what we want, but the feeling we have about ourselves and who we feel like we are in having that doesn't match the results because we're not shifting our actual mindset. So this is what happens very often in weight loss is that we will plow to the, the, the desired weight if we make it that far. Mm -hmm. But because the approach that we have towards it is like we're running from something or we're not worthy until we, until we hit this number on the scale, what happens is we'll reach it, but then we'll rebound back to where we were. Mm -hmm. and, and that is just because the thoughts that we have about ourselves doesn't match. It doesn't match. So therefore the result can't hold. It can't, <laughs> we can't keep it. Yeah. And we find ourselves going back to old patterns. We find ourselves going back to old beliefs. And before you know it, we're back, which is where we were before, if not worse. Mm -hmm. So what I like, the reason why as a fitness coach, I emphasize the mindset so much is because our, our, what we have is a representation of our thoughts. And when we begin to really transform the way we see ourselves and, and we actively give ourselves evidence of what we are worth and what we can do and who we really are, that relationship is that the weight of that relationship shifts from this heavy negative energy 
into this really light, positive, exciting experience. And our body and our actions follow. And that's the beautiful thing about our body is our body responds to us. The number one thing I teach in, in the active and attractive model is mindset. And the mindset is not how hard can I push, but it's understanding that our body is our friend. Our body responds to us. And when we decide that, okay, if I'm the captain of this vessel, this vehicle, this ship, I get to actually decide what my body responds to. In that decisiveness, that's when we actually not only get to be happy, <laughs> but mm -hmm. then we get to receive a body that represents that. Oh, I love this so much. And I remember um, you talked about on a live video once, I think we were doing a visualization or something in one of your masterclasses, and it was um, quite life not life-changing, but it was really interesting <laughs> to me because I'd never thought about this way, but we did a little breathing exercise and it wasn't all woo-woo crystal meditation-y. You were literally just saying, <sighs> breathe into your body. What are you feeling? Where does where do you feel something? And, and you said something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, we do just autopilot through, not even be, yes. um, I suppose, you could say grateful for all of the organs that are just pumping around in there. Um, and we just forget that how, how amazing our body is. And I've, I've recently just been off sick and um, how beautiful and amazing is my body to be fighting off like bugs and yes. things, you know, Oh my gosh, yes. So yeah, it's really, it's really interesting that um, we just sometimes forget that. And what would you, do you have any tips, Samantha, about, um, mindset hacks on switching switching thoughts to thinking about how our resp body responds rather than thinking I'm a fat pig or something <laughs> absolutely so um that that is a little bit challenging because there's so much belief work that has to go into uncovering where is this coming from? Where did I decide that I was a pig? Who told me that was I was a pig? What actions am I taking even right now that remind me that I'm a pig? Because again, if we have that thought in our mind, typically our actions represent that thought. So what we're doing is when we have a thought like this, we're encouraging that thought through our habits so we can have evidence to say, see, I told you it's true. I told you I'm a pig. Yeah. So what I love to do is I love to actually dissociate from this very kind of traumatic triggering experience that is the health journey for a lot of us. And I like to transpose and look at, okay, so fat pig tends to be, I don't have control or I don't know what I'm doing, right? That, that seems to be like a, a theme that's running within that thought. So if we think that I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't have control, or I've just never followed through, the next stage would be to look at, okay, well, what areas in my life am I following through in? And this is why I like working with leaders so much is because they do have the, the power that it takes to lose weight and to be a positive person in our body. Um, but it's a matter of finding the evidence elsewhere that proves the base belief and transposing that into action that will eventually convert the overall habits of, of anything in our fitness world and eventually the body will follow. Mm -hmm. So um, it's I, the first stage is to really assess, okay, what thoughts 
what am I really saying to myself? And I teach about attractive meditation in my private Facebook group. It's a matter of really just sitting with the actual thoughts and it can feel pretty painful. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason it's painful is because we're actually looking at the pain that we're putting on ourselves every single day. We're just kind of numb to it. We're in that autopilot mode, like you said. So when we actually get into silence and let ourselves hear the thoughts that are happening, once we grab them, we can actually look at them and see what's really going on. And what I have my clients do is, well, what I will do with them is I'll talk to them and I'll get a hold of their thoughts for them. But if we don't have somebody to do that for us, we have to actually grab it ourselves. And when we ask ourselves these questions, we can look at them and say, okay, well, one, is this a base belief? Am I a pig? Well, even if I believe that's true, what's the thing that's deeper? And once we grab a hold of what's deeper, again, saying, I have no self-control or I don't know how to follow through on anything, we can take it and spread out everything that we do do in our lives. You have a, an amazing family or you have a house uh, that you, you had to take control over to even you know receive. Or if you had a really amazing conversation with someone and you, you realize you gave a lot of your time into that conversation, can really look and see, okay, this one skill that I say I don't have, well, what are things in my life that I can use to disprove this belief? Mm-hmm. And once we grab a hold of that proof and we say, I do have evidence that I am fully able to have control. I am fully able to love myself or love others. I am fully able to do all of these things that we say that we're not. Now we can begin to work with these belief, these new, fresh, true beliefs about ourselves and begin to make actions in our health to then begin to convert the story. So what I've, what I've been teaching most recently is all about, we have to imagine what it is that we really want and what our dream, what is the vision? Why do we want to lose weight? What do we see that our life will be like instead? Mm. And when we decide, we snap our fingers and decide and know with faith that we can do this, we trip into action and we choose something that is an easy yes, an easy like, I can do that. Like I can, I can do this 30 minute yoga class because it's, it's a stretching routine. I really can do that. Or I can choose a salad at this restaurant today. It's just for today. I can do that. And when we take the action, the only way we can provide our brains evidence of who we really are, because who we really are can be very performance driven. So if I don't feel like I have control, I have to show myself that I can control. So if I choose a salad and I celebrate myself and I say, yes, I did this, I did this, I did this. And we begin, we begin to convert our beliefs of who we are. And it's in that cycle of seeing the vision, deciding to do it, taking a small action, celebrating it, converting it into this is who I am. If we do, if we repeat that cycle multiple times, Laura, that's when we actually make the change. So it's a balance between belief and action. (laughs) Yes, I love that. And that's like the, I love the example of I can choose to order a salad when the McDonald's is right next door and all I want is a hunger buster because I could slay one of those really quickly. But I love that because, yeah, putting the control in and um, Samantha, I just want to share with you and Walnuts listening, it reminds me of this um, new like, 
life control hack that I've recently learned and it's actually having a cold shower and I tried this the other Mm. day um and the whole like meaning behind it was similar to the salad thing you have the control to turn the switch and make it freezing cold even though your brain Mm. knows that you are gonna just like freeze and it's gonna be cold and uncomfortable and um so I'll tell you a funny story anyway it's a little bit off topic but I went in and I looked at my shower nozzle and it was nice and warm and I washed my hair and I did all the things. And then I was like, right, Laz, it's time. So I was like, I said out loud, I am in control of my life. And then I had envisioned it was the challenge was just for 10 seconds in the freezing cold. And I was like, okay, and when it's cold, I'm going to do these affirmations. Like I love my body. I'm so beautiful. La 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 la. And anyway, so I said, I'm in control of my life. And I turned it freezing cold. And all I could do was literally just hyperventilate. (laughs) It was so cold. I got such a fright. I wasn't expecting it like that. And all I could do was literally count down from 10. There were no affirmations done. But afterwards, I was like, yeah, bitch, I did it. I was like, I had control. (laughs) So that's a a, a funny side story, but like also a hack of... um, you're in control your mind is it's like mind over freezing cold water sort of thing it is it is and and the fact that you sat there and as you celebrated you started claiming who you were it's like confidence does not come from imagination Mm. inspiration comes from imagination yeah confidence comes from action action i i've been really finding myself speak more and more about Faith without works is dead. We can imagine all we want and it's beautiful and it feels so good. And we need that feel good from our imagination to carry into our action. It's a must. But if we are looking for confidence around an, an, uh, an action or a habit or an identity or doing anything in life, we have to take action to prove to ourselves that it is true, that I really am. And once we, once we own that and, and you celebrated in there and you said, I am a person who can turn the cold on. I am a person who is in control of our life. That starts to ourselves. I'm very, very biological because I, I got my master's degree in exercise physiology. So I love how the body works. I'm obsessed with it. Cellularly, our cells are responding to that neurological response. I love this. That, that's, uh, yes, I know. I'm like, ooh, that, that neurological stimulation, that heightened, I, I just imagine like the electrical component of us is just dancing. Mm-hmm. Like as you are dancing, your, your brain is dancing, but guess what is connected to your brain? Every single thing in your body. When you say something feels visceral, Visceral means organs. It's a, it's a word for our organs. So if something feels visceral, if you allow yourself to truly viscerally feel the vision, the joy of your vision, if you viscerally decide and know in your soul that what you want is something you can bring into this world, if you, if you celebrate viscerally and you feel the excitement of your celebration, the evolution that comes from that as you claim who you really are 
steps that that version of you, those cells that you've just adapted now step forward with you as you look at your next action, your next vision, your next imagination. And it's a, it's a compounding snowball effect that happens, but we have to feel every step of the way. And that, what you said, I'm just like, I have chills. I'm like, that is an, a perfect example of how transformation really occurs. I love that. And it, it kind of reminds me of, um, cause you, you do kind of need to trick your brain. Right. And I talk, um, mm-hmm. to the walnuts a lot about how I've been doing even just affirmations in the morning in my sleepy time, when my alarm goes off, I just, um, I always snooze for five minutes. And in that five minutes, I always say things like, um, I am worthy. I'm beautiful. Um, depending what I feel like, but one that's been quite consistent since like December last year. So almost a year I've been saying it now has been all about my body. And at mm. first, at the end of last year, it was, I did have that back talk, like, mm, no, Laz, you're a fugly troll, but I kept saying it anyway. And now I'm, I'm at a point where I actually look in the mirror and I go, oh, it's not that bad. Whereas before yes. I would think, geez, Louise, what a <laughs> giant water buffalo, you know. <laughs> so um, it is just that tiny little brain talk in the morning or like yeah the little action turning the shower to cold or ordering the salad when you could very easily do the thing and proving it to yourself I love that just finding little bits of evidence throughout your your day or your week or your your life to prove that you're in control of of your body I love it so exciting (laughs) hey one quick little question yes (laughs) Someone who, um, and I'm actually meaning myself, <laughs> struggles with um, consistency, willpower. Mm-hmm. I'm an undefined heart center, so can, I'm not consistently like driven yes. to routine and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes start diets. If I feel in the mood, I'll finish them. A lot of them have been like little eight-week challenge ones, which I don't actually enjoy that much anyway. But mm-hmm. um any tips for someone who struggles with um, consistency and things? Absolutely. So I always try to remind people that we will stay up until the wee hours of the morning if something is fun enough. Mm. We will sit on Netflix and Netflix is even like, hey, are you still there? And it's like, yes, I am still here. I love <laughs> this. I want more keep the show rolling. Come on, let's go. Um, We will be in like relationships that probably don't even are really even good for us because we are craving for that high that comes when it actually does come. Mm -hmm. Like we are wired towards wanting things that make us feel good, that make us feel good. And with finding consistency in nutrition and eating and working out, I will never forget this. Okay. So I had a uh, boyfriend one time who, um, I, I hated coffee. I hated the flavor of coffee. I grew up hating the flavor of chocolate, which most people are trying to murder me about because they're just <laughs> so shocked that I don't like chocolate. I don't like the flavor of chocolate because it has that like bitter, dark flavor. Mm. Coffee, I just naturally lumped into that, that compilation. I just assumed it was kind of the same and it is a little bit, but I had a boyfriend one time just say, please just try coffee, just try it. And when you try it, I want you to look for the flavor in there that might possibly be the flavor that everybody likes. 
And when he said that, I was like, damn, like I can appreciate that commentary. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he asked that and it opened my mind up to put it in more of a curiosity. Like, let me see what is in here. What's fun about this. And that to me is what I try. I, I, no, I try. Like I, I really love to bring forward to people when it comes to food, when it comes to working out. What people forget is that food and moving our bodies is innately natural and highly desirable for our bodies. It's what it's designed to do. So there is something in movement and in nutrition that our bodies are like, ah, like super excited about. Yeah. But because our past experiences, we've compounded all these nasty flavors or stories or experiences around it that completely cloud over the true like goodness of it. So with working out, for example, looking for consistency, and you talked about your open heart center. It's funny you say that because I just learned about that like six days ago. So I'm oh. like, oh my gosh, I know all about the heart finally. Okay. So I have an open heart center as well. Okay. And there is nothing that people can do that if, if it's willpower driven, that will keep you sustained, mm. period. It's just like trying to sprint up a mountain. There is a point where you're going to give out with that kind of work ethic. But what you will be pulled towards are the things that make you feel good, the things that you find super duper fun. So now the work is, okay, so I'm mining for fun. I'm mining to find what it is that I actually like about this. So when I have people who are fresh off the platter, they're like, okay, I'm ready to work out, but I want to have fun. Or I'm ready to eat healthy, but I want to have fun. Okay. I'm like, perfect. You came to me with the right mindset. Let's explore this. Um, when it comes to being motivated to work out, Laura, what I would say is um, there is some kind of workout that when you think of, you're like, that's kind of fun. I, I want to do that. So it could be dance cardio, it could be acro yoga, it could be some people like pole dancing, some people um, just like to run. They just know that when they run, they feel like a fullness or they get to be outside and that's the part that makes it fun for them. Same thing with food. There is a food type that's healthier that you would like and that, that you actually find fun. Maybe it's cauliflower. Cauliflower, if you like being in the kitchen and that's fun to you, you can experiment with all the different types of cauliflower. Mm -hmm. But the long and short of this example is, is if you follow that fun, it is absolutely inevitable that you will begin to crave more. If you follow the fun, it is inevitable. When things are good, our body, our soul, our mind will have an affinity for it, period. And there is no willpower in craving more. There's no willpower. It's just inevitable. So what people will do is they will either chase after something with the mindset of willpower or they'll chase something and it'll be for the wrong reasons. So if people just walked into things and said, I want to do acro yoga, okay? Well, 
that is chasing a desire. And what happens with acro yoga, it's naturally, it's naturally active. What happens over time is as you're doing acro yoga, you realize, wow, I don't have as much arm strength as I would like. Let me see out of fun to see like, well, how can I strengthen my arms? Okay, well, I found this workout. It strengthens my arm. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do this with the intention to help my acro yoga because that's what makes it, fun. that's what's fun to me. And what happens from there is now you're not only lifting with your arms for acro yoga, but now you're curious to know how to get your legs as strong, just as strong. So now you're doing upper body and you're doing lower body and you see somebody on the treadmill and you're like, oh, that looks like fun. So now you're on the treadmill with upper and lower body while also doing acro yoga. And what people forget is that time, when we take time out of the equation, we get go to our goals so much faster and we enjoy the process along the way. Mm-hmm. So it one good habit attracts another good habit, which attracts another good habit. It's a matter of figuring out what is fun and following that. And without a shadow of a doubt, you will get to where you want to go, but it's, you'll be building your body up in the process. And it's a very, very beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. I just love that so much. I literally, when you started about the boyfriend and the coffee thing, when the moment clicked, I didn't want to try and make a big loud noise and interrupt you, but like my mouth just like (laughs) fell to the floor and my eyes were sitting here all wide. And I was just sitting here nodding like a, like a big silly banana. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing the story. I have, I have nothing else to say about it. That's literally I think has changed my life looking into things <sighs> not as a chore but thinking about them differently I guess just living intentionally as well eh that's all it is because again mm. like you said before it's like autopilot we'll say oh this workout program works for other people let me do it or mm. oh my gosh the worst is the nutrition pro that uh, meal plans and stuff so now you're you're going through a meal plan not even being aware of what foods are affecting you and how and why and what you actually like and don't like because you have to follow the meal plan and then before you know it eight weeks is over and you're like well I don't think I learned anything about myself and it's just because the autopilot, it's just an enabler. The way I see it, it's an enabler for autopilot. If we're not asking ourselves questions, what do I like about this? What do I not like about this? How is this affecting me? Is it helping? Is it, is it making me lose weight faster, slower? Not at all. Like what's going on? So it's being in that childlike curiosity and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that we're going to get there. That's the key piece. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing this. This is literally like, like the, the mind blown emoji where my brain's just like (laughs) in my head. I'm like, wow, I love it. I love this so much. Thank you. Yes. So if the walnuts are the same as me with their brains blown, like all over the ceiling right now, (laughs) and they want to work from you, they want to be in your vibe more and they want to hear more about this stuff. Where can we find you? Yeah, so I hang out predominantly on Facebook. I'm just now revitalizing my Instagram. So um, on Instagram, I'm active, attractive. Um, And on Facebook, I have an online community called The Active and Attractive. And there is a lot of activity hip hopping in there right now because um, we just finished the Active Weight Loss Summit where I went into a deep dive about how to transition the vision of your motivation to lose weight loss into action and actually evolve. Um, 
can develop that consistency in weight loss. And um, there's also a very popular two week long experience that you guys have access to for free. And the group is um, a fasting challenge where a lot of women are going through these videos and introducing intermittent fasting because everything in the fitness world, it's just like with business, you pick up tools along the way and you figure out what works for you and you get to use it when you need to use it. So um, fasting, intermittent fasting is another great way to not only learn about yourself, but to also introduce weight loss into your life. So there's a lot of other trainings, the attractive meditation training is in there. So if anybody wants to dive into that group, it's a great place to start. Um, otherwise, my DMs are fully available for anybody that has questions for more. Yes, I um, can totally vouch for the group. I, I love it in there. And I actually just love anytime you've, you've done a masterclass or a live video, I love watching you talk. And I, I'm not a sciencey person, but I love when you talk about cells and all the things. You're just, you're a really, really inspiring leader, Samantha. And I'm just really Aww. happy that um, I'm grateful that you've taken the time to have a chat with me and, and the walnuts here. Um, I just, I just love you. You're so delicious. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you so much. It makes me so happy. <laughs> so final question, which I ask everybody on the podcast. Um, what does being a walnut mean to you? Yes. Oh my gosh. I just love the world word walnut. I uh, have a very specific image in my mind of what the walnut looks like. It's very big eyes and like, <laughs> oh, like me when you're talking. Yes. <laughs> so a walnut to me is someone who does exactly what we're talking about. It, it took me so long to understand almost like, what's the point in living? What's the point to life? You know, what are we here for? And I am fully convinced that the desires and dreams that we have in our hearts are, that's our guidance. That's where we're supposed to be going. For some of us, that looks like someone who has a lot of money, a big house, and a very tight six-pack. For some of us, that is hanging out on a nice, cozy couch at home and, uh, you know, being maybe 20 pounds lighter. Um, it, it's There is a very specific vision that we have in our heart, and I feel like a walnut is a person who owns that vision. It took me a very, very long time to recognize that what was my vision versus other people's. And once I really let myself imagine and dream and know that it's mine, um, it's taking the actions to bring that out of my mind and into the real world and believing that I deserve to have that. And so I see a walnut as a woman who respects her vision and she does everything that she can to bring that out. She follows her heart and does not let other people's perspectives sway her from what she knows in her soul to be true. And I find that to be the most courageous thing in the entire world, a person, a woman who takes action and uses her emotional intelligence and her heart and her intuition to lead her. So that is a walnut to me. It's absolutely incredible. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you. That That's a beautiful, beautiful description of a Warner. And yeah, it does kind of just summarize literally everything we've just talked about into one sentence. Um, just yeah. only, oh, that was so delicious. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs>
you're very welcome. This is very, very exciting. Oh, yeah, this has been such a lovely chat, Samantha. Is there any final things that you that are coming up for you that you just want to share before we go? No, I just want, well, actually, yes. I want every woman to know that her body, her dream body, whether it's physical, uh, a way that you look, a physique goal, a performance goal, or a health goal, all of that is possible for you. It's all possible for you. Mm, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Samantha, for being yes. here, for your time, for your delicious wisdom, and Walnut, thank you so much for being here and listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please take a little screenshot and tag both myself and Samantha, so at Active Attractive and at Walnut Wednesday, so we can say hi to you later, and tell us what was your favorite part about this episode too, because I'm freaking mind blown. <laughs> but Samantha, just, oh, I will say it again, I love you. Thank you. It has been such a pleasure to, to get all these golden nuggets from you on, on my podcast. I really, really I love you too. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye everyone. Bye.